0: Are you super multi-passionate and you not even know where to start because you have so many ideas for your business or for multiple businesses? I got you, girl, because I'm kind of the same way. I am super multi-passionate. I always have a billion ideas. And over the years, I've learned to not turn everything into a business. And I want to teach you what you should and shouldn't turn into a business in this podcast episode. I wanted to say in this year's podcast episode, but it's today's podcast episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward Amy show, the show where we lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. Amy, I have too many passions and I don't know where to start, what to choose, or (gasps) what do I do? Because I'm too multi-passionate. Does that sound familiar? Um, It sure does to me (laughs) because I get this question a lot. And two weeks ago I was live and someone asked me this question and I told them the following. When you have too many passions, it can feel like you need to choose. And you kind of do need to choose for your business, but that doesn't mean that you have to choose to not like execute or work on or embrace certain passions anymore. It just means that you're going to use one thing to build a business and other things are going to be for enjoyment enjoyment, or maybe even for content. So what I mean by that is the following. If you're currently in a situation where you are feeling very passionate but you don't know where to start or which passion to follow for your business, think about it this way. Not every passion has to be Or not every new idea has to be a business. I used to do this, you know? I was like, this is such a great idea. And then I thought, that's a new business. Sometimes a new idea is just a new part of your business. So a big mistake people make is thinking I need five different Instagram accounts because I have five different concepts. This is if we're talking about ideas and not necessarily passion. But it's not because you have a new idea that you need to build a new business. This can just be a new project within your business. So for example, one of my really big dreams is to build a business school for kids. Is that a new brand? No, this is going to be a sub-brand within the business school I'm already building. It's just going to be a different project and it's going to be the business school for kids, you know? I don't have to start, I don't have to find a new name, a new website, a new everything just for that. It can just be a part of my existing business. Secondly, if we're really talking about not just ideas but really passions, you are allowed to keep certain things as a hobby to relax because um, take it from someone who's turned self-development into her business. It's not always nice that you turn every hobby into a business and A while ago, I finally realized that I shouldn't make or turn every passion into a business when I was driving a rally with my dad. So um, I have a podcast about this, by the way. If you look at Rally, Fast Forward Show, you're going to find it. But I drive competitive classic car is with my dad. And we got really good at it in a very short um, time. So we were kind of entertaining the thought of, shouldn't we turn this into a course? Shouldn't we teach other people how to do this too? Well, firstly, we looked at the market and we kind of thought the market is probably not big enough to sell this to people. And we could turn it into a success, but we're already quite busy the both of us and we already have a shared brand namely the business dad if you've never checked out my dad's podcast it's definitely also worth it uh, it's in dutch uh, you can find it uh, as the business dad basically wherever you want to listen to it but so we were thinking about that rally thing and then i told him you know what that i don't really feel like creating a course or a brand because now this is really hobby and this is enjoyment enjoyment wow I don't know why I'm struggling with that word and then it turns into work again and I really wanted to keep that new hobby as just purely enjoying and he was like yeah you're right you know what let's do that so Now, I didn't not use the rallies because you just heard me say you can check out a podcast episode about it. And I do use it for storytelling and for photos and everything. The rallies are a hobby and I take that into my personal brand as I am an entrepreneur, I am a writer, I am a speaker, I am a coach and i am a co-driver or co-pilot in the classic car rallies and people who follow me every day know this and this is one of the things that makes me interesting to them so i didn't turn that passion into a separate business or a separate project but i just use it within my content so right now you're probably thinking okay amy so Good, I already feel better. I now know that not every new idea is a new business and not every passion has to become a business, but I can use it in my content. This should already free up some mind space for you. But now you might be stressing about the fact that you have so many different things you can choose between. And there I kind of want to talk to you about the Yahoo principle. Yahoo stands for, other than the search engine, for you always have other options. And I remember... That there was a time when I felt like when you make a certain decision in your business, it means that you have to stick with it forever. And I had this huge calm wash over me when I started realizing that's not the case. Because if you would start a job with someone, you wouldn't think I'm going to do this until the rest of days. You're going to think I'm going to do this. I'm going to hopefully love this and I'm going to do this and learn. And hopefully I get to work here a long time and enjoy myself. But if that's not the case, I'm going to switch jobs. With your business, it's just the same. Two years ago, I started and created a new program, my Business Freedom Elevator. By the way, the last round of that is closing now, which is exactly what I wanna talk to you about. I did this a little over two years ago and I ran that program with everything I had and with so much love. And I'm gonna be running it for the very last time now. But I still get to choose because I always have other options to focus on new programs and new courses and new products in the future or to maybe even do nothing. But it's easier to make a decision based on something previous and change that than to not choose anything. Imagine that three years ago, I would have thought to myself, you know what? I'm so passionate about email marketing. I'm so passionate about social media. I'm so passionate about rallies. I'm so passionate about sex. I'm so passionate. I just can't figure out how to start. Then I would be nowhere right now. But now... Two years and a half ago i decided i'm gonna go for the one thing the business freedom elevator i'm gonna teach people to become financially independent and to work their passion and to work according to their own rhythm and that program that idea that passion has generated me millions and 10 years ago i started with fitness coaching and i really loved that and i also loved self-development and mindset but i really loved strength training and i did that and it helped so many people and then at a certain point You know, business was more interesting to me. And then after a while, you know, I had that business freedom elevator. So if I wouldn't have made those choices to go all in on one thing, I wouldn't have done anything in the past 10 years. But now not only have I helped thousands of people and I've reached literally millions of people online and I've made millions of euros in my business, I also get to choose how I change things. It's because I've made choices that I now get to change things. If I wouldn't have made choices... There would be nothing to change. So I have a challenge for you. We have um, a saying in Dutch. It's called... um, Basically we say... (laughs) Kiezen is verliezen. And it means when you make a choice. You're going to lose anyways. But I think it's not choosing that's losing. It's not choosing that's losing. But when you choose... You automatically win because you're going to learn, you're going to grow. And maybe you will learn that you don't want to do this. And that's a win in and of itself. So if you're currently struggling to make a choice between those passions, what shall I do? I urge you to go all in on one thing and to bear in mind that you can always change later on. Your clients, your programs, your products aren't the boss of you. You're the boss of your business. So inherently, you get to always choose that you change something. Remember that if you would be working somewhere else, you would change jobs. Just like you can change projects, you can change branding, you can change names. Nothing that you do now is going to be set in stone. Unless you create a sex tape that will probably, if that goes online, that will be kind of, that will be out there forever. (laughs) But you can still develop yourself into a different brand. Get what I'm saying? Nothing will last forever. And it's not because it's your business that you now have to decide how the next 30 years of your business are going to look like or what they're going to look like. Um... If you do that do that, and you're very insecure about which direction you're thinking, I would, um, you know, I could tell you to create a stop loss. Creating a stop loss is something you can also use for bad situations. Like let's imagine you are in a discussion with an ex-client who's not paying you and you're going into trial or however you say that, you hire a lawyer. That lawyer is going to cost you a lot of money. And some people, they step into something like that and they never look at when am I going to stop this? I always urge people to create a stop loss like... Define how much someone something is allowed to cost you. Define when you are going to get out. It's the same that my coach once told me about my relationship. She's like, okay, so it's not working and you're getting really fed up with this. Give yourself three months, like let it go for now, reevaluate in in three months. Wow, it's really difficult. (laughs) And then, you know, get out if it doesn't hit these certain marks. Now, I Never really did that for my relationship because it's too feelings based. But I have to be honest, if I would have done that, I would have gotten out of my relationship sooner. And if more people would be guided by rational things in, for example, in lawsuits, they would get out sooner because most of the time you just... End up losing a lot of money and not even winning the trial. Um, The same goes with your passions. So maybe you're so passionate that you never look at numbers. You're so passionate that you will allow it to take years and years. Because you love what you do. You don't have to make money with it. That's also bullshit. You do want to turn it into a successful business. So... Look at yourself, give yourself a timeline, a budget and say, okay, I'm going to go all in on this one thing. And if I don't reach that milestone by then, I'm going to get out. And this is my plan for getting out. So basically determine your getting out plan before you get in. Uh, I want to make it, that's what she said, joke, but that would be inappropriate on the podcast. (laughs) So hopefully you've now already gathered a few new insights into... um, how can you choose and that it doesn't have to be set in stone forever, but you might still be struggling with how to choose for now. And I have a little bit of an insight for that. I think, you know, I am very passionate about rallies and I am even more passionate about business. But sometimes when I need to make a new product, I struggle with... You know, within the business passion, how do I choose which product I'm going to launch? You know, am I going to make a product about branding? Am I going to make a product about Instagram stories? And I'm going to make a product about mindset or about launching sales. You know, I have so many options. Some people come to me, and they're like, I want to make a business, but I don't know about what. And I'm like, oh, I mostly help passionpreneurs. And usually those are the people who walk into my business freedom elevator and they're like, I have too much to choose from that's where my core offer sweet spot comes in the core offer sweet spot i'm gonna draw it for you if you're watching the video on my feed because i have stopped recording the podcast professionally i am just recording it on instagram so one second i'm gonna draw three circles and the core offer sweet spot so it's three circles and the sweet spot is In the middle. If you're listening to the podcast, um, this is episode... Holy shit, this is episode 150. (laughs) Uh, What a milestone for the podcast. Podcast is one of those things that I did from Passion. I didn't start a separate podcasting business. I didn't start a separate Instagram account. I just started a podcast because I love doing it. I still love it. Um, and this is episode 150 now, which is like three years worth of podcasting almost. That's incredible. Um, so we always have an article for each podcast episode. So this means if this is episode 150, if you go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash 150, you will find an article with the tips I'm giving you. So maybe you're driving, you can't really write stuff down. Just, you know, screenshot the episode, go to that article later on, and there you will find a visual of the core offer sweet spot. And it's three circles, kind of like a, what what do we call that, a Venn diagram? In the middle is an X, that's your sweet spot. And when we determine a new offer or a new business, we want to make sure that it does three things. One, we want to make sure that it's something that you are really good at and you love. So I always use A plus to indicate that. I'm going to repeat. It's something that you really love and you're really good at. For me, that means sales. I love sales and I'm really good at sales and sometimes people are like can I please hire you for mo- for my sales I'm like no <laughs> and then on the other hand we want to make sure that when we create a new product or when we have a new idea it's something that people really love so I draw a heart in the next circle so it's something we love we're really good at it's something that people really want to learn from us so for me a good example of that could be mindset. People love learning about mindset from me. And then the third thing, so that would already be something that I'm really good at and I love and people really love learning from me. So that would be almost a sweet spot, but it's really important that we hit a sweet spot between the between the three circles. So the third circle is something that people would actually pay money for. Now, I'm going to tell you, if we're talking about mindset, people love screenshotting my, my inspirational quotes and watching my stories, but they're not going to put down a thousand euros and like, hey, Give me some mindset tips, girl. No, they're going to listen to the podcast because they love it. I'm good at it. They like to get inspired. But it's not the first thing they would pay money for. They might. I'm not saying they won't. But I know that if I would create a product about sales, however, it is going to hit the exact spot in the middle. If I create a product about sales, it's something I love and I'm good at. People are going to love it and people are willing to pay money for it. And that's where a lot of fashionpreneurs take the wrong route it's that they are so obsessed with their passion or they're so involved with their ego that they don't take this the time to actually think about is someone actually going to pay for it for that for now so my advice for you is you've already decided not to build 10 businesses from the 10 passions you've decided to keep some things as a hobby to get inspired and to use it in your content of the one business you're building or the one project you're gonna execute on i would look at for now I would brainstorm, grab a piece of paper and just brainstorm about things people love, things you're good at, things people would people would pay money for. You can um, look that up, for example, by asking people, by looking at competition and stuff. And then look at what is something that hits the sweet spot of all of those passions, of all of those ideas. What is the easiest thing that is going to hit the most marks? For me, it's sales and launching. Sales and launching is something I'm really good at. People love and people love paying for it. Money Mindset is, after a couple of years of me talking about Money Mindset, it's also something I love talking about. People are going to pay money for it. People love it. But I will have to say that creating a course, for example, about sales is easier for me than creating a course about Money Mindset because it's much less tangible. So if I would be creating a new product, chances are that it's going to be about sales and launching. That's how I use my core offer sweet spot. So I urge you to do the same. If you want to look at the visuals, so it helps you to really structure your different ideas, go to fastfoodamy.com forward slash 150 so you can see it. And for now, I would say I have an unpopular opinion for you or I have a question. If I would be your coach, I would be making you uncomfortable every day or at least every week in a business freedom elevator. By the way, we're almost closing the ticket sale. That means that you will not be able to register for the Business Freedom Elevator anymore by the end of the week that we are releasing this episode. So go to amy.com forward slash elevator, if you are looking for a roadmap to build that business of your dreams, if you're like, okay, Amy, I'll choose the passion but just give me a roadmap, I have it for you. I have the business freedom blueprint. Go and check it out. In the business freedom elevator, you can see all of the modules I'm going to teach you. We have six months of incredible coaching where I'm going to help you focus on your goals. We're going to resolve your business questions and cases and it's going to be so epic. After six months, you won't be able to recognize yourself. You're going to really feel that your confidence has grown, that you will be able to make the hard choices and most of all you will be able to turn your passion into a profitable business if you're interested in that don't forget to check out fastfordamy.com forward slash elevator or click the link in the description before we close registrations which is gonna be soon Um, and the thing I was gonna ask you as your coach is is it really because you can't choose the main passion and the main idea or is it because you're afraid you're gonna fail if you do choose Because sometimes I have a lot of stuff I need to do and I sometimes don't do things. Because as long as I don't do them, I can't be surprised that they didn't work. As long as I have something that's an idea, but I never execute on it, I also can't fail. Pay attention to not letting your multi-passions actually be a disguise for your fear of failure. So look at this rationally, go through these steps, look at the core offer sweet spot, determine what the thing is that people are going to actually, you know, pay you for, do some market research, Google it, look at the competition, talk to potential clients and choose what you're going to be doing. And if then you're looking at, oh, but Amy, I now have the new idea, but I don't know how to launch it. I have something for you. I know how almost paralyzing it can be to put something new out into the world and you know what there's a wrong way and the right way to do that and i've created a list of 10 things that you should do when you launch something new and it's my launch list so if you go to fastforwardamy.com forward slash launch list you will get 10 of my best tips about how you can launch a new idea new project websites product uh, with success so you'll get lots of people's attention so fastforwardamy.com forward slash launch list I hope that you're not going to use choosing something as an excuse. Remember, not choosing is losing. Choosing is actually just creating a basis for you to keep on building. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and thanks for listening to the Password Forward Show. I hope you liked this episode. And I hope that you come and tell me on Instagram if you liked it. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. I know you think... I don't care, but the podcast is built from passion. I put a lot of work and money and energy into, you know, hosting this podcast for free. So if you'd leave me a little review, some stars and some, you know, what you like about the podcast, um... In the reviews, that would mean a world to me because when new people find the podcast and they see reviews that are like over a year old, they're going to be less inclined to listen. So if you right now have ever gotten anything out of my podcast, please support my passion of educating you for free and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and tell me how you like the podcast, okay? Talk to you next week, Tuesday, for a new episode of the Fast Forward Amy Show. I will actually be driving a rally then. So you'll see some stuff about that on my Instagram stories. And um, yeah, share the podcast if you liked it. Have a happy day.